headed. Anyway. Uncensored Radio Real Talk Roundtable. Real life, real laughs, real talk. Ho, ho, ho. Um, ho, ho, ho. And Katie Underwood. Welcome to the Roundtable. Why can't she be a ho, too? No, she's special. Look how special she is. She is the serious. I know. I was not gonna have Underwood outdo me, so I went to grab my Christmas hat and look what I grabbed. This shit don't go on your head. It's a stocking. So I'm there like this, like you can put that somewhere else, maybe. Well, I thought it was a condom. With my lady tree behind me, but yes, Vera looks like she's about to release a press statement about how she didn't want someone over in the car or something. Santa Claus would like you to know he meant no. (laughs) 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 So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, elves and elvets, and everything in between. We are here to kind of just let the year relax. And breathed because this round table we are talking about the big C word. Not the four letter one, the longer one that drives <laughs> us all crazy at the end of the year. That is right, folks. We are talking about Christmas today. So in let's get real general to start with, okay? Um, what are our feelings on Christmas? I'm gonna start with the bottom row. Vera, tell us about Christmas. <laughs> I am a Christmas fucking hoe. I love it. <laughs> I decorate to the nine. Remember last year I did my little Christmas uh, message and I was accused yes. of having Christmas explode in my house. How many well, trees yeah. do you have this year, Vera? Uh, I only have this one up, but the other one will be going up in the next week. And the little Tears ones, trees. The, the little tabletops, are, they're just... So she believes in Christmas hardcore. Um, Katie, oh, yeah. I'm not even going to ask, really. How do you feel about Christmas? <laughs> uh, look, I enjoy Christmas. Um, uh, lots of things happen for me around Christmas. I'm actually a Christmas baby, so my birthday is on December the 23rd. Oh, uh, and this year birthday. I'm actually, thank you, I'm actually hosting my family for Christmas on my birthday and we're doing Christmas. So we're going to have a Christmas oh. birthday mashup. So Christmas oh. lunch. And then birthday desserts, so birthday cakes and treats for desserts, and then whatevs after that. Um, but with two kids in the house, it's all very exciting. We love putting up the tree together. We like putting out lights. We like wearing silly hats. My daughter's basically been wearing a Christmas hat to school every day since the last <laughs> week of November. So she's incredibly committed. She's about um, it. She actually took it next level and started impersonating an elf on the shelf, you know, where they sit there and they look sideways and it was really creepy. So I had to ask her to stop being a creepy little Christmas elf. But other than that, look, we just have uh, have a lot of fun. So, yeah, I enjoy this season. Wonderful. What about you, Luke? You've got, you've uh, between you and Jeff, you've got the youngest kids. What's Christmas like for you? Well, this Christmas is kind of exciting because we're moving into a new house and um, this is sort of the first Christmas that I thought, you know what, I'm going to go all out and like, you know, decorate the whole house, have like stuff for the street to see as well. And um, I decided, I know people say you shouldn't do this, but I was like, "Eh, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I'm getting my daughter a pet for Christmas. So she's getting a little puppy. So, and what we do for Christmas in our family is... 
Santa leaves presents beside your bed and then presents from each other under the tree. So the puppy's just going to wake up in bed with her on Christmas morning. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to get that footage, kids. So probably in bed with you, right? <laughs> well, probably, yeah, if my child will ever leave my bed. Um, another, another show. That's another show about co-sleeping that we need to talk about. Co-dependence. Mr. UCR, (laughs) Jeffrey Emmett, the face says it all. How do you feel about Christmas? (laughs) Well, I went from like Clark Griswold to the Grinch, right? When your marriage ends a week before Christmas and you're, you're, you know, maybe there's somebody getting fucked on your couch that's not you. uh, Christmas Eve, instead of putting trees up, you know, I mean, it tends to leave kind of a mark on you. So, (laughs) I, I, you know, I like to keep it all about the kids. And they love doing their little dumb tree that I got at Walmart, you know, and, and they're they're very happy about it. So we're going to put our Charlie Brown tree up. I tried getting them to let me get one of the real, it's not even a pine tree, it's a, a cedar tree, but it kind of looks like a pine tree, right? I was like, oh, look, guys, we can have this tree. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So we'll do the cookies and like, you know, I like it to be special for them, but low key. Oh, that's not lovely. crazy. You guys are giving me like a little bit of Christmas. I have none. I'm sorry. I, I have no. I oh, have come no on, Christmas wait. Spirit. Wait, this is I the puppy, fi- Steve. I've... This is going to melt you. Come on. Oh. 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 No. Does it, does it even no. just a droplet of no, that? No, because do you, know what, do you know what I no. can Do you know what I can hear? Right. <laughs> and fucking things going to cry all night long and piss in your bed. Exactly. Can I can I tell you actually, Luke? I bought my children a pet also for Christmas, except we did it back in uh, mid October because it's so damn expensive. They got a lizard for Christmas, and I'm like, oh. it's October 13. Uh, I'm spending a thousand dollars here. This is your Christmas present now, so just know How that we're lizard, going to. Continue to enjoy it. I don't have a picture, but he doesn't whimper. He doesn't make a sound other than when he's crunching on his lunch. Which I was just saying, Christmas Day, Katie, he'll probably let you stick like a little red bow or something on him because they don't really fight back, do they? Maybe. No, they don't. No, he let he let us. He's only three months old. He let us pat his little cheek while he was having a bath last night. We were so overcome with cuteness. It was really hard to handle. Um, so, yeah, we're hoping by Christmas we'll actually be able to just, like, take him out of his tank for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, as a, as a low-maintenance, no-noise pet, I highly recommend a lizard. <laughs> so, so it should get, yeah, my Christmas spirit, I think, died years ago and has been buried in an unmarked grave somewhere. <laughs> right. I, um, I feel you. I've worked in hospitality, customer service, and retail for the last um, <laughs> what, Poor people jobs. Nearly 20 jobs. years. Nearly 20 well, years. I, I all of my you. goodwill, all of my goodwill towards the mankind disappears, usually around the beginning of November. When it's when it when stuff starts to pop up in like the shots, I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. Who shops in As soon as you hear that first that first belt from Mariah, you're like, oh shit. No, babe. <laughs> okay, no. listen. It's it's food play still, for us. I will for oh, the rest of my babes. life jam out to Mariah Carey. All you gotta I want give for her Christmas. this. They want some. 
Like, that was I, the kid, I made the kid Tyler. I swear to God, he's going to be a homo because he was the only one that would watch Mariah Carey's Christmas special on Apple TV with me last year. I was like, come on. He actually watched it three times. Like, he watched it multiple times after me without me. He's like, she's so amazing. He's a lamb. You turned him into a lamb, Jeffrey. No. I'm not even like, I don't like him like that. He could be watching her boobs bounce. True. Maybe. There's hope. <laughs> but yes, um, no, this could be amazing. I'll just, I'll share, I'll just, I'll share with you. So I work in retail and um, Christmas comes around and Michael Bublé crawls out of his cave as he does. <laughs> And you know it's Christmas when you hear it's beginning to look. Oh, like, no, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> when Christmas albums, so when Christmas albums come out and they are supported by major labels, here we go, Katie, this is fear. Um, <laughs> when they're supported by major labels, we have um, an agreement that they will play all day, every day. Oh, yeah. So we had my, one Christmas, we had nothing but Michael Bublé. All day, every day, <laughs> for a month. Ooh, that's right. And then it was Rod Stewart. And oh, oh no! Why? That should not be allowed. No. So now I make sure that I always, we always have a copy of Kelly Clarkson's Christmas album in the store at Christmas because at least it's got some ones that are like. And it's not like I'm gonna murder myself. You know the other one I like. So look on the on the topic of of Christmas carols. Thanks for asking. Um, okay. I, my <laughs> favorite, my favorite classic one that I grew up with as a kid was Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters. Does anyone remember that album? Like to me, as soon as I hear that, I, it just takes me back, and I have to have that album playing at some point at Christmas. But the modern upgrade I got actually from my dad was Pentatonics Christmas album, oh, which I oh, thought I was People go so crazy for Pentatonix. I thought they have that like was really six cool. Christmas albums. So, well, who <laughs> knows? But anyway, so I kind of shuffled it up with being in the Andrew Sisters, splashed with a bit of Pentatonics, and then who knows, maybe a bit of Bublé and Mariah. But I All think right. you've got to mix it up, you know, rather yeah, than you've being got to traumatised by the one Here's, album That's a very like good point. Yeah. Let's all go. All right, what, what is the song that makes you think of Christmas? For me, if I just, you were just talking then, my brain went straight to the chipmunks. <laughs> we had that. Hey, it was that I want, no, I want, I want. What is it? The thirty-three, right? It's the big one. Yeah. All, all vi- we had the Chipmunks Christmas. I think there was a Muppet one or some Ben Crosby, um, Dean Martin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. We had a. We had a we had, yeah, we had a um, um, Disney one as well. I was great. Yes. I was. Yes. I found the tape. I found the tape. <laughs> You, we have the technology we can play tapes again, so who knew? <laughs> anyway, so the reason why I wanted to um, talk about Christmas this year is I, I read a little study saying that 17% of people hate Christmas. Mm. Now, this is a British study, and it was of, of a certain <laughs> age group, so it was it was probably like the elder millennial age group, so what's that now? Late uh, 40s? 40, early, early 40s to, to like... Early 30 up to 30. Yeah. For this so, show. For this so Luke, <laughs> Jeff and I basically. <laughs> um, I found it very interesting, and I thought we would use this show as a kind of survival guide to help people get through certain mm. aspects of Christmas because it can be a very challenging time. A lot I know a lot of um 
the emphasis is put on happiness and goodwill and peace and everyone should be happy, 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 happy. But look, to bring it, like the rates of depression, suicide, all that kind of stuff go whoop, straight through the roof when the red hats start to come out. So we're going to try and give you a little bit of like a comedy relief segment and breathing section on how to cope with Christmas. Now I've got a certain couple of topics for you guys. Yes, Katie, I do it. I have a suggestion already. Yes. Um, because you get onslaught, for those of us who are able to shop in person, who are not super pandemic indicted at the moment, my suggestion would be this, and judged on my, my recent gym workout, if you're going into a retail shopping area, take your headphones, ear pods, whatever you like, blast your favourite music to drown <laughs> out all the god-awful Christmas carols that you're going to yes. be on sort of with. So well, take you are your own music. You're so ahead of me because the first thing we're talking about is shopping. Yeah, yeah. Because (laughs) look at the chick on the right. (laughs) I miss like when Black Friday before it was a thing. Yes, bitches. (gasps) Just keep keep discussing, Jeffrey. Oh, I was, listen, like when it like when Furbies were big, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom and I started going the day after Thanksgiving, getting up at the ass crack of dawn and go. And it was so much fun as a kid to me Somebody's to be able to get trampled in that crowd. I would. Well, that it's like, you know, can I just people. ask these people that are doing this? Are they the same people that go to mosh pits at rock concerts? Because I feel <laughs> very much like it's the same energy. <laughs> of adrenaline, danger, possible death. Yep. You know, it's Two down, of... three down. Oh, oh she's trying to put her hair back on. <laughs> Honestly, what is the but, attraction? Yeah. It's, it, why it, would it's you more... want to you see, put one yourself like and other people's lives at risk by behaving this way? It's just There has material. to be more to it than just getting a bargain. I think yeah. it's the thrill of possible sudden death. It's, I, there must be I, an adrenaline aspect to this. I've never, seen, I've never had an experience where it got violent or people were crazy. I mean, my aunt was nuts. She'd be like hopping on the pile. Josie, look what I got. I got you one, one. You know, but that was the extent of like, there was no trampling going on. It was very, hmm. very tame. No, but it's just like, sometimes you, you see footage like that and go, mm, I believe in evolution. Darwinism. That's primitive. That's Only very just. primitive. <laughs> That's very primitive. It's like, I love that that woman was laying on death. Like, still wouldn't get up to get, not like, without the wig on. Like, fear of getting trampled. But, I thought you know. she was, like, trying to get her phone to text somebody. Me too. Saying, like, yeah. a fraction of pelvis. No, I've got to get my like, She ain't getting up without looking right before she starts So, hang on. Bit. Wait, wait. Just rewind <laughs> to your word evolution because you've just sparked my inner bi- biologist here. Um, if Charles Darwin is correct and survival of the f- species is based on natural selection, which is survival of the fittest, does uh, that mean as a gonna... society we are creating more aggressive, uh, successful shoppers that are quite prepared to kill to get their prey, a.k.a. Furby or other trending Toilet toy, um, well, at the expense of other human life, and that we're just going to get more vicious and more ruthless. Is yeah. that because we'll the poor that, hapless grandma that <laughs> fell on the floor or whoever, like they're not going to survive to the next generation? Oh, I don't know. know. But I think we've, we've, we've seen that with the old, all the um, anti-vax protesting and stuff like that. People are just willing to 
throw themselves not okay not on I'll, I'll pedal back there for a second. Not everyone. There are people with, with, with justification. But we see people, we see people getting violent for no apparent reason because they can. They look, just need some nitrogen. Oh, oh, shut up, Jeff. It's <laughs> beginning to look a lot like <laughs> right, so let's, talk about, let's talk about the crazy. <laughs> I, I, I think we lived in the time. I, it was just before, I think it was just before us, Luke. The, the biggest, and it is still the biggest selling kids' Christmas item. Mm. Of that, of the, of all time, was the Cabbage Patch dolls. I, I don't know if you have you guys, mm. you guys have seen the Cabbage Patch doll footage when people were trying to get like Cabbage Patch oh, dolls yeah. in the eighties. Like Look, elbows I'm still and pissed over and... it wasn't My Little Pony. What was it? The chick uh, that had the hair. It was like Goldilocks or something. She her hair grew. Rainbow Bride was a toy in the eighties. My mother had the. She was like Santa Claus. My lady, lovely lock. The one where you push the belly lovely button lock. and you could unwind her hair. So, uh, yeah, something, and and she just said Santa couldn't get it, and I was devastated. I wanted my You're lovely lock. Kid, weren't you, Jeff? Look, I know we look. I got a lady, lovely lock for man. Yeah, I'd say really so. <laughs> but we were laughing at that footage of all that crazy behavior. But I think Katie touched on something very serious there. Like what? Where are we going? Like, what kind of Not society are we creating here where people are willing to hurt each other over a essentially television? junk? Something that's going to be worth mm. probably not a lot in the next, like, once the phase in the is name over. of a bargain. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not even food, you know? No, I it's not even to actually if, survive. <laughs> you know, if we were in a, a Great Depression and, and it was rations and that supermarket was a greengrocer's, then perhaps I could understand the desperate need to, you know, get there before your fellow man or woman or other. But, but if um, they're going to do this over a Furby or a Cabbage Patch doll, yeah. what would they do if the or stakes were that high? TV. Well, I think or the sad thing, or toilet paper. <laughs> the sales aren't even that great. Like <laughs> you can get this stuff all year long for these prices like what the Just fuck are download you download ebay Come like on. what are you doing like i you know what i'm saying like years ago sure there was actual good deals now I, everything that i looked at after thanksgiving was like three dollars off two dollars off five there was not there's no i'm not getting up for nothing right no <laughs> i i think the sales have gone to hell but i also think that everybody's buying online i mean I did almost everything online, you know, for the last four or five years, even before the pandemic. I buy local, like for my friends or businesses or whatever. Like I'll get gifts from them if they, I can get to them locally or right. yeah, I'll, I'll order I, online. I will do restaurant gift yeah. certificates, beautician gift certificates, mm-hmm. you know, photographic gift certificates. But, you know, if I'm buying a book, I'm buying it online. And you do notice that speaking of someone who works in retail, that that instant gratification culture of click it, put it in the basket, it's coming. Mm. People don't go like people. I'm like, oh, we're out of stock. Like, okay, okay, cool. I, I can order you one. Oh, we'll just order it. I'm like, well, it's coming from overseas. It takes six weeks. Six weeks. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what the postage is like these days, folks. Like, it's, <laughs> it's December first, and you're expecting me to have everything you want, multiple, multiple. Multiple multiples of things that you want. If you and that drive 
if you're not organized, right, public service announcement. If it's Christmas Eve, you got to take what you can get. Please do not <laughs> abuse people, retail staff who don't want to be there because you're unorganized. Yeah, they teach that in kinder to my daughters. It was you get what you get and you don't get upset. I remember yes, well, parroting that back to, to them. Your kids are older. Like what? So do you say like you have a budget or what? How do you, what do you do? As in a budget on what I spend on them? Yeah. Um, no, look, my budget is relative depending on what sort of year I've had at work. You and so, me both. Yeah. You know, um, and a couple of years ago, well, in the first year of the pandemic here, um, you know, and I hadn't worked for half the year and money was really, really tight. And I just was straight up with the girls. I said, look, I just need to be straight with you. We killed Santa by that point. So they knew it was, up, <laughs> it was on me, right? We're about and, to um, <laughs> And so I said, going. I just, I need you to understand that I just can't afford to get you as much stuff as I would have in the past year. So, you know, there might be lots of little presents and we'll still make it fun. But, you know, I need you to just understand that mummy can't just, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. I've got to work for it. And fortunately, you know, I mean, they're 10 now. They were nine then. They got it. They get it. They're pretty respectful and understanding. So, you know, for me, if I have a good year at work, then, you know, a percentage of that I will lavish on them at Christmas because they're my kids and I love to spoil right. them. But, right. um, but, you know, if I can't afford it, I'm not going to put myself in crippling debt right. to uphold some sort of facade. I'll just say, look, you know, this year's been a bit tough, so just – you know, be moderate with what you expect. There might be like, you know, two good presents instead of five. Um, and obviously this year they know that I've spent a sweet penny on their lizard. So, um, you know, they'll just be like one quality gift and then a few little shitty kind of funny gifts. And and the main thing is we have a laugh and we have fun on the day. So I, tr I try and play that up. You know, Christmas is about getting together with our family and enjoying people with being people we love. And this year I'm letting them invite one of their school friends along um, so they've got other kids to play with on the day and, you know, I really want to just hammer that home that it's it's not about what you get, um, it's about the yes. fun and we're giving presents to other people and, and sharing, totally. having making memories, you know. That's that's what Christmas is to me. I'm not trying and the to reality is one, of, one of the things that my sister always did, sorry. <laughs> no, fear oh, go. Uh, she always said, Santa Claus brings socks and underwear. If you're getting an Xbox, it comes from mommy and daddy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we bring yeah. it up. We're going to talk about the other S word um, because we need, talk, <laughs> we need to talk about him. We need he to talk about beautiful. the man in the suit. <laughs> can, can I just say I have never, and not that I'm against it for other people, but just as a personal choice because I think it's creepy as F, never. <laughs> Made my children have a photo with a Santa that they do not know. The closest they've gotten is my dad, who is actually fat, in a red suit and a hat, and he was Santa for a couple of years and did a very good version of it because of his size. But other than that, yeah, I'm like... Well, most no. of my child's life has been during a pandemic, so she's never actually been allowed to go near Santa due to, you know, that distancing rule. So it's worked out well, but there was... I remember one Christmas, like, we'd stand there, I think it was two years ago, when when COVID was just sort of becoming a thing. Um, we had to stand there, and she was really quite frightened of him, and 
I was Why like, would we're going to do this then. Well, I'm like, we're just not going to do this if she's not yeah. cool with it. Don't talk end, to strangers. Don't yeah. take candy from yeah. them. Yeah, but go and sit on that, that sweaty man's lap and and, and, and then take ask his candy. him for stuff. Fuck. Oh, no way. We've spent our whole life in theater, so we've known lots of Santas. And my <laughs> sister has always been adamant that she named her son Matthias. It is Matthias. It is not Matt. It's not Maddie. It's not. So Santa Claus was one of the members of our theater troupe. And he kept saying, Maddie, come here. Santa's got something mm. special for you. And my sister's like, you don't have to go there if you don't want to. And she, Matthias looks up at his mother. He's like, why is Santa calling me Maddie? Because like, Santa's an asshole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so here's my question. You've all, you've all either have children or been around children, help raise children. When do you think is the right time for them to transition from the man in the red suit to, you know? Me, me, me. Um, I know that a lot of times it gets taken out of our hands because of, you know, they go to school. But what do you think? Luke, you want to go first? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll come clean with her when it stops benefiting me. When I can stop (laughs) saying, hey, if you don't eat your dinner tonight and stop smashing everything in the house, I'm going to ring Santa and I'm going to tell him you're actually naughty and not nice. And she will (laughs) fall into line. The day that stops working, I'll say, hey, bubs, we got to have a chat. (laughs) <laughs> i don't like it i i don't i just feel like we're lying to them for what you know like sure when you're a little kid it's all magical but then it gets stolen from you right like it's kind of your first thing of losing your innocence and i'm i'm just kind of waiting for them to figure it out but jeff come on when we were kids I, like you know we sort of believed but did we oh really? i'd be like look yeah oh, i was always i had I all the like brothers but I was like... red light outside of my mother's bedroom window and i was convinced convinced like no no and like these guys i'm like okay what do you want you know i'm like showing them the amazon page i'm like is this it to pick this pick this and then like all these packages are coming here but they're going out to the garage instead of in the house how is nobody figuring this out they don't want an ability They want to believe. That's the you were saying. Exposed. My nephew figured it out when he was about eight or nine, and he went to confirm it with my niece. And his cousin said to him, "Yeah, there's no such thing as Santa, but don't tell him you know, or you're going to get socks and underwear for the rest of your life." <laughs> that kid's oh, D- smart, Vera. Dave was smart. like naughty, for like two different days, like not consecutively. And both nights he's in bed and he starts crying. He's like, Daddy, Santa's going to give me coal. Yeah, he is. Oh, no. Okay. Coal's too expensive, kid. (laughs) In in answer to the question, when is the right time to bust the Santa bubble? My opinion is when they are ready. So I have twin girls and one of my daughters who's um, very quick, quick thinking, uh, you know, no bullshit kind of kid. I think at seven she had it figured and and she started asking me some very pressing questions Mm. and, you know, poking around the loopholes and... And I, I said to her, I said, look, once I said, you, you sure you really want me to tell you? I said, because once I tell you, I can't untell you. She goes, no, I just want to know the truth. I'm like, all right. Santa is a fun fantasy that we create 
to fall in line with all the Christmas movies and we make it something special and magical for Christmas. But the truth is, of course, it's Nan and Pa and it's Mum and Dad and that's who's buying the presents. She goes, I knew it. She goes, I'm going to tell Zoe. I said, you know what? Don't tell your sister. She's a true believer and I don't want to take that away from her before it's ready. So for a full year, Charlotte held the secret and it's one of those things that sort of feels corrupt. It's like, well, I shouldn't be encouraging my child to lie. But it was more about it makes Zoe happy at Christmas time to keep believing. So she oh, believed yeah. for another year and then Zoe got a bit sus. And then the year later, Zoe says to me, because I gave them iPads around that time, and she's like, I'm going to set my iPad up on time lapse and film Santa putting the presents under the tree. And I'm like, look. If you're ready to bust the Christmas bubble, I'll just tell you, you're not going to film anybody putting anything under the tree. And even, in fact, just the other night, she said she wanted to do it for this year. She goes, oh, I want to film you putting presents under the tree. I said, why would you want to do that? I said, you're trying to bust the bubble of some of your friends. I said, don't do that. If you've still got friends that believe, just let them keep believing. Don't send them some video showing your parent going, you know, this is the truth. Sure, you know what the truth is, but everyone has to come to it in their own time. Katie, so. your reindeer's killing Christmas as well at the moment. <laughs> so killing Christmas, don't you love it? No, it's on your microphone, babe. It's on your yeah. microphone. <laughs> 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 that was my favourite thing. Steve, why you got to be a party pooper? I don't care. <laughs> I love that reindeer on the ear. I, 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 I remember being about eight years, eight, that eight, like not, I Wait, think it was eight, eight years old. Going, but uh, is that better? A little bit, that's great. I love it. <laughs> very Lady Gaga Christmas. It's, I love it's not. It. It's not in my. It's not in my microphone anymore. It's very Christmas. <laughs> that's what he gets. That could be go. your Christmas card for the year, Katie. Get a yeah. screenshot of that. <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> and a happy fucking New Year. <laughs> you can just see right, there. So maybe. We've, we've talked about the S word. We need to talk about kids at Christmas because. Oh, you know, <laughs> disappointment. Disappointment. Now, I think Christmas <laughs> is a fantastic lesson in how to manage expectations for children mm-hmm. when they get old enough. But <laughs> we all know those children that have. I I think I was never one of them because I would not have probably lived to see my next Christmas. Do you think that, especially in the modern world where things are click and collect and turning up at your house and there's really no reason for them to not get what they want if you do, like if you have the financial gain to do it, are we setting these kids up to not be able to manage their expectations if they go, I want, and it shows up? Isn't that what parents have been doing for years? Yeah. Hmm. Well, look, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of disagree with that. If you can afford to get everything, just get everything. I, even if hmm. I did win, you know, the lotto tomorrow and had a million in the bank and then some, right. um, I would still like to think that I would put a limit on what I give my children because the lesson that I want to give to them is, you know what, you can't have everything you want. You can give mm-hmm. me a list and, and I can I can assure you you're going to get some of what you want. You're going to be surprised right. by some things. And then there'll be other things that, you know what, you're going to save your own goddamn money for and you're going to buy yourself with all the pocket money that you've earned through the year. So, you know, I think for me I want to have a balance of, of course, there's an aspect of spoiling at Christmas and nice surprises, 
But then alongside that is also, well, okay, so how much money have you saved up this year? And we'll go shopping together and you can spend your own hard-earned money and try and manage that with some financial management. Go, if you want everything that you want in the world, you've got to work for it because that's what the real world is like. That's what we do. Um, and not that I'm trying to put adult expectations on kids, but I don't think it's too early to start, you know, planting that seed that if you want stuff, you got to work for it. You and know, it's not that's, healthy that's to just world. spoil kids. Like you're completely right, Steve. No. It's, it's not going to be positive for them because the expectations will always continue to grow. And right. you know what? Even people that are multimillionaires will never be able to meet those expectations when they become too stupid. Um, and, and you I can't, think you need you to can't buy you can't buy memories and emotion with money. Right. Like you see, like you've all got kids, or you've been around kids, or you were a child. You know those <laughs> kids that get everything that they wanted, and they come and go. Well, I got this, and I got this, and I got this, and I got this. And you're like, okay, cool, bro. But like, do your parents actually love you, or are they try to make up for something? <gasps> see, that was a part of my problem with the whole Santa myth, though. Is you know, the good kids were not the kids that were getting everything they wanted. The good kids were getting coloring books. Well, I think there's parents. that big push now, yeah. though, too. Like what you were saying earlier, Vera, is that, like, you know, Santa brings socks and undies. Um, yeah. And, you know, the big stuff sure was does. not and from boots. Santa. It's from yeah. your parents. And because, you know, otherwise you do have little kids that go to school and come home and go, oh, mum, why did, you know, Sally get an iPad and this and that? Like, am I a bad kid? And I think that's yeah. not a nice message to give to any child. No, it's not. And it's, no. and it's damaging to, to young well, children. Well, I mean, the whole thing's kind of ridiculous. Like, I, there were years where, you know, things were great. And Joe and I would spend, like, over five grand on Christmas. And I'm like, this is insanity. Oh, no. Like, yeah, insanity. Oh, no. Like, my mother, yearly. Like, that's her Christmas budget. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, when's the last time you've been on vacation? Fucking spoon. You know five what I mean? grand? Right. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, but the thing was, is oh, we could, so we did it, right? It was fun. We got everybody we knew. We did shit. We went nuts. And then I'm like, okay, why are we doing this? We could be going on trips. I would rather take the kids on a trip for Christmas and make yes. memories and not do gifts. And I asked them this year, I said, yes. would you guys rather go to the beach or get, mm -hmm. this is why I can't figure out how they can't figure this out yet, right? And I'm like, would you rather go to the beach? Or, or, you know, get presents. Well, they just like wind up both. <laughs> well, no, two out of three uh, wanted presents. Aiden was like, I want to go to the beach. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very cute. But um, so as an adult now, what what's your feeling on the giving and receiving of gifts? Because <laughs> I'm, I think I'm a little bit, controversial and i've said this to my friends before and they go like this Ooh. i would rather not receive something than get something totally bullshit random because they someone felt like they had to get me something i yeah. totally agree yeah totally yeah. And agree. that's not that's not being ungrateful like I, I don't think it's being yeah. ungrateful. I, I, yeah, I don't I like people giving me gifts. If I want something, like, I'll buy it. Care about or yes. invest, like be invested in me and go, well, I know you love this and I want you to have that. I want you to have Look, that emotion. I don't I'm want feeling you to very attacked right now because I'm one of those people that <laughs> bought shit presents for people. <laughs> yeah, and I see I'm the type and of And I'm like, I, I know my brother you, doesn't want body wash, but he getting it this year. I don't like. want this garbage. <laughs> like, I'm offended. First of all, it's not my set. Second of all, fuck you. Like, I don't want this bullshit. 
No. no. Yes. I don't feel as bad. My <laughs> approach to managing that is sort of somewhere in the middle. So, for instance, on the Christmas lunch that I'm hosting um, with, so I've got my parents, my children, um, my, my best friend slash emotional wife um, and my sister-in-law. So I don't really believe that adults need presents at Christmas. Like Jeff said, if I want something through the year, I get it. Like I already have three boxes of unopened Lego that I've bought for myself for no goddamn reason. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Still sitting on the shelf. So I do not need any gifts. But we do a secret Santa. So I'm like, okay, dollar limit, it's $40. Everyone gets one present, gives one present. That's it. That's enough. It's a bit of a hit or miss. Maybe you get something nice. Maybe you get something shit. But it's more just that concept of, Let's just open one thing. Oh, that's funny. That's crappy. Oh, wow, that's cool. And you move on. But the real joy is the lunching and the yeah. laughing and the stupid Christmas songs and the kids. Can yes. I, um, can I add something to this? Because my family started it last year and it changed the game, right? So we only <laughs> have one little person now and it's yeah. my my nephew's son. So, like, my mum's great grandchild now is is the littlest person we have, and we'll, we'll, it's his only like two. His birthday's Christmas Day, <laughs> so yeah, lucky him. We do we do Secret Santa, but we also each person has a steal. So if you see something, oh, you I want, love this. The round you can steal. Gift. Yes, you go I love that. steal, and you have to trade the item yeah. that you have. Oh. So, can you you get an emotion tie then people remember that yeah it's good no i'm gonna stand by the you get what you get and you don't get upset (laughs) (laughs) you end up with some red my oh oh, it was here i i don't know but do you guys i hate fucking buying gifts for other people because i'm like oh i love it what do you get so you know what i mean like i'm like body wash over my aunt (laughs) and lid you know what i mean getting body wash again this year no, no look, not. see, my, my directive, because I'm organising Secret Santa, was this. It's like if you know the person that you've been given, if you know them well enough to buy them something you think they like, then do that. If you don't know what to get them, make it funny. Yeah. So I think Secret Santa should either be something that you want or just something that will make you giggle. So it I doesn't have to be serious. My mum got again, shafted it, it emphasizes that it's okay. supposed to be fun. I'm not sure I'm up for the snatch and grab style. You've got oh, no, it's not your family, It's just it's like a trade-out. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Black Friday. It's, I want that one. It's so yeah. funny because we're like, no. I got, I ended up with a lovely set of cocktail glasses, but my mum ended up with a pizza cutter in the shape of a bicycle and die-hard the children's book for Christmas. Oh, so, Katie, quickly on gifts, though, because you're a Christmas yes. baby, you're born just before yes. Christmas, um, did yes, you I ever am. get, like, consolidated gifts, you know? Oh, oh here's all yes, I did. together. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Until I was 18. Uh, look, I've become quite desensitised to birthdays, basically. Um, my birthday essentially doesn't really exist unless I make it exist. Uh, I used to get upset about that. As an adult, I've done therapy. We've worked through it. Uh, and um, I, my favourite thing to do on my birthday, and it's kind of like a Christmas retail trauma rebellion, so on the two days before Christmas when everyone's nuts, stressed and super like under the pump about Christmas, I deliberately buy shit for myself 
and go and have a massage. <laughs> so I will go out into that environment and go, I do not and watch the chaos about Christmas above it. today. Today is my day. I'm not going to make it hard for myself. I mean, I won't be doing that this year, but I'll usually like kind of just move. Every year my birthday gets moved around. So like I'm celebrating on the 17th this year because that's the Friday before Christmas. Um, but look, as for presents, I mean, you know, I'm 45. I don't expect presents from anybody really for anything, birthday or Christmas. Um, so, you know, this year is actually the first year that I've celebrated Christmas and my birthday together. So it's going to be really odd. Um, it is weird though. I, like, as Jeffrey said, I'd rather not get crappy presents. I do get a bit annoyed. Some people feel compelled to give me a shitty birthday gift on Christmas because it's so close. It's like I did not need this box of chocolates. Oh, and another box of chocolates. Oh, and another, like how much chocolate do they think I'm going to eat? Right. Honestly, oh, it's wait. like welcome just be, raise your glass. Welcome to a dance say, teacher. Happy birthday, oh. birthday for the other day. Like that's enough. Again, I'm, always, I'm a big girl. If I want stuff, I'll buy it. I don't right. need other I'm people to be. Up. I'm like, give me something. Like, if you really feel the need, I'm like, you know what? How about you take the kids for an evening so I can have an evening? Like, that is a great gift. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. My aunt, though, I, for my birthday, she did get me an ice maker. And I'm like, okay. That's a like I my, like beer my, practical <laughs> shit. My best friend, she knows I have this a certain online lingerie store that she knows I love. Um, and she every year just gets me like a fifty dollar voucher for this store. She's like, I know you love it. I know you spend it, and it, and um, yeah, and that's that's kind of fun, and I appreciate that from her because she knows that's I like to just get what I like. And yeah, as long as I send her a photo after, then she's all good. Well, yeah. I was going to go to uh, that uh, family gift giving as the single person who hasn't procreated in my family. You know, yes. I'm buying for my sister. My brother-in-law, nope. my niece, nope, my sister, nope, 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 my brother-in-law, nope, nope, my nephew, and I'm getting nothing. a pair of slippers and a yep. bathroom. You know, yeah. Yeah. so I just decided about ten or fifteen years ago, fuck this. You know, I will still give them gifts, but I'm I pulled way back on the amount that I was spending on them. And for every gift I buy, I buy something for me, and that's well, why that, I have this <laughs> expensive. As soon as everyone in my family turns eighteen. Uh -huh. That's it. That's it. Well, Joe had like. Oh yeah, I think that's universal law. I think if you, once you turn eighteen, you're like in the adult realm. Then you got to do Secret yeah. Santa with all the adults, or just don't yeah. care, or whatever. Because yeah. you end no, up spending a small fortune, do you? Don't you? What? You end up, when you when you're the one without the kids, and, and heaven forbid, being single sucks. without children, and at Christmas, <gasps> right? Like you end up spending a small fortune, and I'm fucking done. I spend so much money on other people and I get stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Not I mean, that it's, not that it's day, you know, well, it's, the it's the idea of giving, of like, but you're like, oh, my God, I've, I've put so much thought and time into this. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to cry yeah, now. I just, okay. I just stopped <laughs> expecting it in return. And like I said, I pulled back on what I was spending on them. Very Oprah spending it on me. This is, you, you when know? everybody else has kids, they don't ever buy you the gifts, but you're supposed to get all their fucking kids shit and them yeah. something like kiss my ass. As Jeffrey, I think some, as Jeffrey the, says, fuck them kids, right? <laughs> can I just share like the weirdest um, Christmas gift that I've ever received? Or, and and it's it. funny. It was like the Christmas. It was the Christmas gift you, you receive without ever receiving it. So. I think it's a wonderful idea now, 
um, that some people will donate to a certain charity Fuck in lieu that. of a present. <laughs> no, this was like five years ago and I, I legit, I think it was from a client or something, and they legit sent me this card where they basically bought a goat for some for village the, for somewhere in some yeah. other country for them for me for Christmas. And I, I didn't even know how to feel about that. I was like... <laughs> I, I, I don't, it's not, a, it's not even writing in my emotional radar even to have any feeling at all about that. It's a goat. Merry Christmas. Okay, so about, that was like, weird. Would you like Where's a scarf goat, for bitch? Christmas? <laughs> yeah, no scarves. Okay, yeah. guys, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about it. We're going to talk about a big F word that upsets a lot of people at Christmas. We're going to talk about family. Because <laughs> for a lot of for a lot of folks, it is. The I think high I need a whole other point. show for that. Just saying, <laughs> it's a high stress point of Christmas. Now, um, in my family, um, especially in the last couple of years, things have changed dramatically. Like I think when you um, are of a certain age and you do start to lose parents and grandparents and all that thing, your idea of Christmas. And what it was shifted. Christmas was my dad's like time to shine. He was like, "Yep, make it rain, food, rent, blah 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 blah." So last year it was like very very different because it was the first time without him here. But the idea of tradition—I want to talk about the idea of tradition and when do you let go of your your traditions or change them to suit your new your new situation because that's where where i'm at at the moment obviously you don't cancel christmas like (laughs) christmas is still gonna happen the world keeps turning no matter what goes on in your life but become a jehovah's witness (laughs) (laughs) you could you could i am the product of a mentally ill mother and christmas was a very dysfunctional time for her so a lot of our childhood memories really sucked (laughs) and um we just, you know, we hit a certain age and we just decided to make our own traditions. And so on December 23rd, Katie Underwood's birthday, we started to have what we called the Christmas Eve Eve party. And it also became known as Carbajal Christmas. And it was just all of our friends, all of the people we wanted in our lives coming to our house. Jeff's been to one, mm-hmm. to a Carbajal Christmas. I had to beg him. Two, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and that was our tradition, the 23rd. We were all hung over on the 24th, and on the 25th, we ate a little ham and said, bye. <laughs> I think I've always been very adaptable with Christmas because I moved away from my family fairly young. I lived in another city away from them, and I was also a shift worker as a nurse. So there would be a lot of Christmases where I didn't have plans because I was on shift. So I've year to year it's just like it is what it is for me and i don't have expectations going in i think this is the first christmas i'm actually looking at oh i'm gonna do all the christmasy stuff because last year i didn't even well, up my tree and apparently i'm a bad parent for that but i don't care <laughs> i would always volunteer to work christmas and get the time and a half because of double time because i didn't have any kids and it didn't mean anything to me we didn't really have a tradition my tradition was on the 23rd and everybody was willing to give me the 23rd off so I served yeah. Christmas when, when I first came out of nursing school. Yeah. I volunteer to do, well, I, I I do it for the money, but I also go, because my mum worked 
worked in hospitality for so many, like she used to work Christmas day. So we would have Christmas like early. We, we still do it now. We have Christmas early. So it's not stressful on everyone and their kids and their other like extended family. We have our, that side of the family, like me, my brothers and my sister, their kids, we have it. It's actually next weekend. So I'm going to be turned up. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's just an excuse to get really drunk actually. But I do it so like my I know that my boss has family. I'm like, well, if it's literally boxing day, it's like four or five hours. I'll go to work. You spend time with your family. Like it's not gonna bother right. me. I see my family, like it's not an extra day of sitting around. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But and I think Christmas <laughs> is for kids too. Like really, when I was um, you know, in my twenties working away and whatever, I was actually happy to go to work. Because there's always something at work anyway for us. Like, they'd feed us or whatever. And for me, it was fine. Um, But, you know, my circumstances are a little bit different. Now, for the next few years, I want to have Christmas at home. And then I'm happy to go back to it's not that important anymore. Well, even when you were on the floor, I mean, a lot of patients who are in the hospital go home for Christmas Day for a couple hours. So it's... It's not the hard like day. Like a little work. rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Katie, you know? what do you do with the girls at Christmas time with, you know, yeah, your so, situation? Look, I mean, uh, in in response to the question around traditions, our tradition for almost all of my adult life was to gather together at either my mother's house or my sister's house uh, with our children, her children, or whether we, before we had that, husbands, whatever, partners, um, and in fact, we used to do that on every single uh, holiday through the year, Father's Day, Mother's Day, Easter, you name it, we did it. Um, and Christmas two years ago was the last Christmas we did that because it was a particularly nasty Christmas. Um, and a few months later, my sister and I had a falling out so bad that we've not recovered. And I made, well, in fact, we both made the decision in our own weird way um, that the relationship was over and to such a point that last Christmas she specifically emailed me when she discovered I was making plans for Christmas without her that I was not to send her children any more gifts uh, and that she would not be sending any to mine. So it was very sad um, and it was the end of an era. But I guess for me very much like getting used to moving my birthday around one day to the next, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with the fact that it's not so much about a specific date as it is let's choose a date that works for everyone and do the occasion. So last year I reached out to my parents and I said, look, I'm not going to compete with my sister and your attention for Christmas. Let's not make it a drama thing. Why don't you come to my place? I think we caught up on the 20th that year um, and I'll, I'll have you for Christmas and we can have an early Christmas together. And this year it fell on the 23rd. So, you know, for me it's about making my own traditions and like someone else mentioned, you know, I've also invited my sister-in-law, who I wasn't going to be seeing because I'd lost touch with, you know, her brother. But then I thought, well, hang on a minute. She's my family. I get along well with her. I don't have to wait, you know, for that connector. So, you know, she's coming and my best friend's coming and now my two kids are inviting their best <laughs> friends. It's like letting yeah, go of this tradition that it's only family. And yeah. I've decided that our new tradition is on Christmas Day or whatever day it is that I'm <laughs> celebrating Christmas, if I'm having people in my house, I want everybody in there to be people that I get along with. No one's there under obligation, but they're there because I want them there and they want to be there. I don't want anyone to be doing Christmas with me anymore under sufferance or under some sort of relationship bakery. You know, I spent the first 43 years of my life doing that. I'm done. Amen, so, sister. You know, 
Just, I love yeah. this new tradition and, and it'll change and evolve and my guest list for Christmas will probably, change. you know, change yeah. a little bit each year depending on, yeah. you know, who's around and who's available and who's who wants to be there. Because um, you're choosing so, who you want to spend that time with. and who, Exactly, yeah. you know, and part of the reason why my kids are inviting a friend is because they would normally have seen their cousins on Christmas Day. They don't get to do that anymore. Um, well, on this particular day, they have other cousins on the other side of their family. But um, I thought, well, why should they miss out just because my sister and I have become dysfunctional, you know? Let's keep that lovely Christmas spirit for them, you know? If one people aren't available, sub in some others, you know? It's, it's about that good feeling on the day. So exactly. that's been my evolution of Christmas. Jeffrey, you, yeah. uh, you are not shy about talking about your fa- familiar relationships. You, you I, may... I, and you, you posted on social media like the other day about not letting <laughs> family ruin the idea of family well, for it you. It drives me nuts, right? It's always uncomfortable to me when somebody's like, oh, how's your mom? How's your dad doing? And I'm like, okay, do I lie and just say fine? But then usually there's more questions. Uh, or do I just say, I, I don't know, you know? And then, like, no matter what, I feel like an asshole and then usually if I say it on charge, they'll be like, oh, that's your mother. Yeah, well, you fucking call her and go deal with it. Because I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, this bitch, I, we, we spent, my house rented out one Christmas, so we went to my Aunt Cindy's. And we stayed there for, like, the whole week. And she sent my father, and he dropped a bunch of gifts off on the front porch. Right? The kids didn't see it. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm furious. I'm taking the bag of shit and going putting it at the curb. My aunt's like, absolutely not. Bring it in here. So she drags the shit in. The kids open it. It's like, whatever, remote control cars, whatever. She had a little bag with a Hallmark ornament and a, and a card for me. I opened the card, and there was a check in it for $100. And my aunt and everybody are looking at me, and I just start ripping it up. And they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's 100 bucks." I'm like, she gave me a check because she wants to see if I'm going to cash it. Because that's how she works. <laughs> I'm like, and even if it was cash, I would have sent it back. Like, I don't want, like, you're not in my life. You're not in my children's life. You made that choice, and I put the nail in the coffin. Like, you didn't want to be a grandma. You didn't want to have nothing to do with them. Bitch, we're done. Goodbye. Don't fucking call me. Don't, I don't, you're on your deathbed. Do not call me because I'm not coming. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's done. And every year, last year, she texted me. She tried to get the address down here. So she could send them gifts from five below. And it's not about these kids. It's about her getting to tell everybody, I sent them gifts and Jeffrey doesn't talk to me. No, 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 bitch. No, 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 no. Because you, no. It just, it's, I have a very, tell very hard time Tell us how you really feel, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, and this she's is so, exactly why, we, why I wanted to do the show. Because so many people it's frustrating. feel the need to stay in dysfunctional relationships potentially damaging relationships mentally, physically because of the idea of Christmas. I'm always getting shit from everybody. You got to talk to your mother. Oh my God. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, when I'd hear the ambulance, I'd pray and go to her house. And everybody's like, that's so cruel. You don't mean that. And I'm like, yes, I do. Because you know what? As sad as it is to say, I feel like when she does die, that's the day that I'll finally feel free. Because she still texts me occasionally. You know, she texts me on my birthday, 9 o'clock at night, happy birthday. You know what I mean? There's always little shit or I'm hearing, you know, just this, you know, these little bullshit stories that the whole reason why I don't talk to her is because she wouldn't take my kids trick-or-treating. 
Bitch, I had mono and took the kids trick-or-treating. I didn't ask you to do it. Like, you know, it's just petty bullshit. And it's like, I don't I don't care if it's Christmas. I don't care what it is. This this relationship's over. I think With this that- is the difference. This is the change now in our generation is yeah. that prior generations, in fact, yes. when I fell out with my sister and that subsequent Christmas when I told people my plans and a few close family members who I love and respect and have the greatest love and respect for me tried to convince oh, that's me. your sister. How could you not yep. talk to your sister? She's going to die and you're going to be sad. All that stuff. And they said, you know, it's <laughs> Christmas, you know, you need to make the effort. And I said, no, no, I don't. I said, I've made the effort for the last 43 years. It hasn't worked. It's gotten worse. I'm done making the effort. I need to just live my life now and spend time with people who love and respect me and who I love and respect. And if some of those are my family members, so be it. And if some of them are not, then so be it. And I think this notion that we need to keep becoming, keep re-traumatising ourselves with dysfunctional relationships in our family, no, we don't. We're allowed to have a healthy boundary and go, I don't give a fuck what time of year it is. If there's an (sighs) Easter bunny hat on or a Christmas hat, if this relationship is damaging, I'm not just talking about like awkward, oh, Uncle Ronnie gets too drunk and so-and-so right. falls over. In the, I mean, that's just, you know, that's the stuff right. we can tolerate. But real when you're talking about real passive-aggressive, nasty, you know, out-and-out yeah. fighting, uh, no, I don't need to have that in my life anymore and I've done enough therapy to figure that out. And um, Right, like yeah, I don't need I think fucking it's... enemies when I have family. Like, I do. yeah, like I'm not, fuck that. No, that's Bye. right. And, you know, especially because we have children as well, I'm really mindful that my kids are old enough now to pick up on those sorts of subtle or not so subtle mm-hmm. dynamics and I don't want to traumatise them by thinking oh, every Christmas we get together and somebody has a fight. Yeah, that's not. I don't want to be the one that has to feel bad because it's no. Christmas. No, no, that's <laughs> right. And half the time it would be me, you know, and or, yeah. or someone else or a combination. I don't want to put myself in a situation where no. I'm so triggered that right. you know I lose my shit on a day that well, last I want to year, enjoy. It was me. I, I <laughs> went. Yeah, you were fucking right. I was. I was. I was probably. Um, you know, I'll blame myself fifty percent of that. But I remember, like a few days later, my. Because my brothers were quite entertained by me. Because it turns out I've got quite an acid tongue when I let loose. And my brother's like, you ain't being rude. He may have, he's like, you may have fucked everyone's Christmas, he said, but you made mine. Bless. <laughs> That's nice. So, guys, I think in wrapping up, we can, we can all agree Christmas can be utter madness and carnage and craziness. Just due to ex- expectation. Why is that and... Christmas picture, that Christmas bike got a Valentine on the coffee table? I don't know. I just, <laughs> maybe they just can't let go of a dead love or something like that. Very Christmassy, very Christmassy. But I think, especially as Katie said, I think that these later generations, we are, we are taking back Christmas. We are taking back our lives and going, Absolutely. okay, tradition is tradition, but there's no reason why tradition can't change and be healthy and be fruitful and show the younger generation that you are raising that you don't have to do things just because it's expected um this time of the year no matter what your religious belief etc etc should be about love and who you love and showing them that relationship so I love you guys. I think this has been very entertaining. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love, I love, I love like too. sitting back and hearing Get you guys out. like 
like talk and stuff and stuff like that. So thank you for joining us. I hope all of you have a Merry Christmas. I know you will. And I hope Merry we hope Christmas. everyone out there has a Merry yes. Christmas. Um, we'll wishing them you. whatever festive season they're yep. celebrating. Yep. Have know, a Merry right? Kwanzaa, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, you know, all that kind of craziness. Festivus you know, you can the rest of us. lick rocks and bang them together. Whatever you want to do, Christmas Day that makes you happy, you do it. If I'm gonna Me, I like to drink and then sit rock. by myself in the nighttime and go like this. There's no one around. <laughs> That's the best. The, do you want to give me a Christmas present? You leave me alone from about 3 p.m. on Christmas this Day. This is my Christmas and I go like present. This. I love my tree. <laughs> maybe maybe Silent Night was written by someone who worked in retail. Right. <laughs> Just the silence. And then on the Christmas the Day, they're just like, Silent Now, now like, <laughs> you guys coming over what next is? fall, like, that to me would be fun. Like, if you guys were all there for Christmas, that would be fun to me. I love, I do love having a house full for Halloween. I do I want to have a white idea. Christmas one year, Jeffrey. I may take you up on that offer. Uh, yeah, well, that would be nice. We magical. got a white Christmas here in New York. I'll be kicking it out like, love. I was doing yeah, my Katie, best you're Bing Crosby it. impression. The, uh, the boys and everybody are coming over next fall. Yeah, yes. we're coming we're over. Okay. Though. You know they'll be so fine. kids. <laughs> buy a lot of Monty <laughs> Green. Oh, oh. oh. Whatever. So Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us today on the roundtable. Have a merry Christmas from our dysfunctional family to yours. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.